All right. Looks like we are live. We're going to go ahead and uh, get started. I know some of you guys are going to be joining us right now, and you're going to see that grow. We're going to try and answer any comments or questions that uh, that you've got. But um, welcome. And uh, yes, I think some of you have already figured out the title of our show, uh, which is GBO Here We Grow. It was a unanimous decision, and um, our President and Vice President Bob and Laura Johnson and creators of the GBO thought that would be most appropriate is when you guys did the voting, 85% uh, of the folks said that that should be the title for this. Uh, for those of you guys who are watching who don't know about GBO, we're the Global Bodybuilding Organization. Um, we uh, have been around now for five years. Uh, this was born uh, back in 2014 in, uh, in the head of a former bodybuilder and pro himself. And uh, he made that come to life. And um, you know, really one of the things for his vision uh, and our vision and our goal for this, the reason why we wanna give you guys weekly updates and also give you guys valuable information and material and different interviews, uh, a couple of things. We are, first of all, wanna provide uh, the material and necessary updates for our GBO athletes, our promoters, our directors, everyone involved in our organization, our staff, expediters, uh, pros, amateurs, they want to know what's going on. We want to let everyone know what's going on as we know. So we'll be giving you guys updates and as much communication uh, as we can. Uh, I don't think there is such thing as over communication. So, um, you know, feel free to reach out to uh, one of your state directors or, um, you know, email at gboonline.com. Feel free to ask any questions that you have uh, if we don't get them answered or we cannot get them answered. Uh, number two, uh, we also uh, have non-GBO athletes uh, that are probably going to be watching this, and they're from other organizations, and we welcome you guys. Um, you know, some of you guys have been reaching out to us and saying, hey, we're pros, um, but we don't have a place to compete right now because some of our shows didn't get postponed. They got canceled. Um, well, GBO has not canceled any shows. Uh, all we're doing is pushing them back to uh, later in the year. So that way we can honor our commitments to the athletes as they're getting ready. So um, if you are from an or another organization, uh, yes, a lot of you pros have asked if we honor your pro card. Uh, it's on a case-by-case -case basis, but for the most part, yes, uh, with some special exceptions. So we can cover that. Um, and also there's going to be a third type of person who's watching this. And um, those are going to be the people who don't compete. Uh, they're not in the fitness industry. Um, you know, but right now you're maybe just looking for something to get involved in or uh, maybe get some tips or some nuggets for what some of the athletes are doing in a situation where we're being creative, where the norm is not being able to go to a gym and not being able to go to the store and getting everything that's usually readily available at your fingertips. So what we want to do, and you'll get some value definitely out of what Chris has to say today, um, because he is someone who not only was an athlete, but also has clients. He's a gym owner. And, uh, you know, he works with people daily, uh, not in the fitness industry to help them out as well. So uh, super big steward. Yeah, uh, to touch on that, uh, Matt, uh, talking about, you know, the people not wanting to compete or whatever, there are a lot of fans out there that are fans of bodybuilding. Just because they don't step on the stage don't mean they can't gain something from this also. 
you know, so we're, yes. we definitely want to you know feed them information also correct so, absolutely yeah. and a lot of those folks who said i would never compete who are asking us now hey how do we compete um absolutely. you're going to be able to have access to the top level coaches in the country and uh we will get you connected so uh you know chris will give you his information uh at the end and so that way you can connect with him uh for those of you guys who have questions who maybe they don't get answered on this feed uh you can feel free and, and get on my instagram uh we have three of them uh and it's storm underscore gbo pro uh, Storm Classic GBO, which is a show coming up in October, and Royal Flush GBO, which is uh, our first annual we had in February, which uh, we're going to recap. Uh, Chris is going to talk a little bit about that. Uh, we are going to be moving that show, and uh, it's all underscore and all lowercase. So Storm underscore GBO underscore pro, Storm Classic GBO, no underscore, and then Royal underscore Flush underscore GBO. Uh, Chris, do you give them your Instagram? Yeah, the Instagram for my my coaching is at Center Stage Fitness. Um, the uh, the also I'm the director of Louisiana for GBO. That is uh, at GBO underscore Louisiana. Um, and then the um, the show I promote in Beaumont, uh, Texas, is the Porter Classic. So that's uh, at the underscore Porter underscore Classic. So you, you can find info of all of Louisiana and the Porter Classic show there. And one of the things that Chris Cruz does is he had his first show uh, last year, which is the Louisiana State Championships, which kicked off our entire year for GBO in 2019. And it was a Correct. huge success. So uh, for those of you who don't know, um, he runs two shows, a state director and also the owner of a gym and uh, is the proud uh, title holder for 10 Mr. and Mrs. Atlases which is the world championship. So we'll, we'll cover that here in just a, a little bit and we'll get into the interview. Um, a couple of housekeeping uh, notes. Number one, just wanna tell you a little bit about what we are as GBO. Uh, and one of the reasons why Bob and Laura wanted to form their own organization, and we're gonna be having Bob Johnson on in three weeks, um, is they wanted to design an organization that was athletes first. And you know, it's really easy to say that, but it's really hard to deliver on that. And one of the things that they have done is work tirelessly behind the scenes and get the right people on board really to make sure that, you know, we're keeping our athletes first in shows. We understand everything's not perfect. We understand that there is no utopian organization that does everything correctly. And I've been affiliated with other organizations and I can tell you hands down that this is the absolute best organization that I've been affiliated with. And, you know, a lot of people are asking about us and why we're growing so fast. And, you know, it's no secret that we are worldwide. Uh, we're close to 32 countries right now and having a dominant presence um, here in the United States in uh, especially certain states. And we're growing um, a lot faster than we have ever grown. It's not been a linear growth. It's been an exponential growth. Um, you know, we've had Italy sign on. We've had uh, the UK for a number of years now. We just got in mm -hmm. Australia on board and we announced that in February and all of Central and South America, if you can name the country, we're most likely um, there or going to have a presence there. So we have directors down in Central and South America right now that are just absolutely amazing. Um, we're gonna be having shows in Ecuador, Puerto Vallarta, a uh, uh, couple of other places, Peru. What else do we have, Chris? Uh, is there, do we have a Colombia right now also? We, we do have Colombia. Um, we have Mexico. I, man, Leonardo is just killing it down there. <laughs> it. Yeah. Those shows are popping up everywhere, man. And they, they, 
they're really good shows. Uh, I think they had one earlier this year that was that was a really good. So very proud of what he's doing down there. And uh, what's interesting, I'm going to uh, show you guys a little bit about what's really going on here um, on the website. So one of the things that I noticed was we already have those shows up and running. And for those of you who uh, want to get on this same website that I'm on right now, um, hopefully it's coming through. What you're going to see is you're going to see a new date for the South Padre show, which was uh, designed to be initially in May, and we have uh, moved that to September 19th, so that looks like a safe show. Um, and we're also, as of right now, we have the legacy. I'll just go through these in order. Uh, Chris, can you see that okay? Yeah, I can see it. Looks good. Great. The legacy is June 20th. That's going to be run by uh, the one and only Mr. Todd Rogers. He is our senior director of judging and also our director of naturals. So that will be a tested show as some of you guys saw the sneak peek on Wednesday as we talked about this. Um, three weeks after that, we're gonna be having the Max Muscle Classic, which the promoter is Stephanie McNeil. She is also a pro beach body athlete and someone who moved out to Georgia and has absolutely just really cleaned house on um, getting her business up and running. She just had a, a special and a feature done on her on how to build a garage gym. And we do want to have her on a little bit before her show so she can talk about that. That show will feature Pro Figure. Uh, as you see on the Legacy Classic, it features Pro Men's Standard Bodybuilding, Pro Shape, and Pro Women's Classic Bodybuilding. And so for the criteria, for those of you who are interested to know what it takes, if you go all the way to the top, you'll actually see uh, the different tabs, we have a, a scholarship fund for the A.J. Rogers Scholarship Fund. Our rules are right here. A little bit about naturals and how we test right here. Uh, a lot of folks are buying merchandise because I uh, need to get a GBO hat myself, but you'll see GBO t-shirts <laughs> all over the place. Uh, and that hopefully will be on the next podcast too. So uh, contest schedules and then also more. It'll tell you how to register. It'll give you your pro renewal if you are a current pro with us. Uh, you can click that button and El Supporter, our director of pros, will get you taken care of with that. Um, we will recap the uh, pro symposium here just shortly, and we will talk about the final show, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Atlas in Galveston in November. Um, I do want to just mention really quickly, I know that you probably won't see everything that I'm seeing on my screen to your screen, but the Purvis Green Classic, I will go ahead and uh, show you that the Purvis Green Classic will be also July 11th in Dallas. So we have a Dallas show and a Georgia show on the exact same day. And this is a two-time Mr. Atlas. Um, contact Purvis Green. He is also on Instagram, Facebook, any way you need to get in touch with him. Uh, just an amazing, that's gonna be an amazing show. And that's gonna be a, a great show in, uh, in Dallas too. So um, I don't wanna give you all the shows this year because I, I think as we do this weekly, uh, we've decided that weekly at 5.30 works. Um, and for the weekends that we have shows, we're going to try and move it to Thursday at 5.30 so we can get you the necessary information um, early. And usually on Friday evenings, we're doing athletes meetings and we're, get every, we're sending our staff all across the country to make sure that those shows are functional and they're fully staffed too. So um, I also wanna tell you what GBO is not. Um, and I think that's really important and it's a critical difference between most organizations and ours. Um, GBO is not looking to compete for an audience. And what I mean by that is, if people are interested or curious about our organization, 
they'll come in, they'll check it out, they'll watch. If they feel it's for them, they give it a go. If not, no big deal. Uh, and that's one of the things that I really love because, you know, we really don't have a comparable organization. You know, there's others out there, um, but I, I won't even mention them. There, there's many out there. But one of the things that we do is we stay true to the initial core values of what was laid out. And how we grow is going to be dependent on how we run our shows. And I can tell you without a doubt, I think Chris, you'll agree with me on this, that Todd Rogers does extensive training with our judges. And every judge who sits at our table has to be certified. They have to have ongoing training and we're having virtual ongoing training as we speak this year. And they cannot have a friend or a client mm -hmm. on, they cannot be sitting at the judging table if they have <laughs> someone in the show when their class comes on or division comes on. And I think no, that's uh, the so go one, ahead. One, one of the things that uh, I, I'm also a GBO judge and um, that there is, yes, definitely you have to take the, the test is pretty extensive. Uh, you also have to test judge. So you have to sit behind the judges at a show and, and judge the athletes. And, and then Todd reviews all that and uh, gives them the A or an A, you know, and then um, uh, also not judging your clients and all thing is huge and something, you know, at Vegas, I, I was on the panel and I had clients in the show. Also, I was proud to step away from the table because that, that is a huge thing, especially for a lot of people. And, and going back to the core values of GBO, one of them is honesty in our judging, you know, and like you said, nothing's perfect, but it's the honest, it, it, it's, it's what it is, you know, there, there's no foul play, <laughs> you know, so, so we're very proud of that. And Todd Rogers does an amazing job um, of, of handling all of that. So uh, congrats you know, one of the things I want to comment on that too, for 2019, one of the things I noticed about new judges that got tested, uh, you know, and it's a 58 page test and <laughs> yes, it is not easy. And it's not multiple choice. So a lot of it is, <laughs> no. what is the criteria? And so the criteria is what we go off of. And what that does is it provides a level playing field by saying, this is what we look for in this class, in this division, and this is how we judge it. And then what right. they, we will do is we will judge that according to what is the criteria for that specific. And that's one of the reasons why our judges are more consistent because they already know what they're looking for. And they also get evaluated how they judge the show afterwards, yes. they get debriefed. So, um, you know, we don't want to spend a whole lot of time in that. We'll definitely bring Todd on for that. But I, I found that yeah. as something that was a, a real big strength with the organization and something that uh, I knew that Bob and Laura wanted to hang their hat on because, you know, they're not involved with the judging. You know, they'll show up to a right. show, but you're going to see they're sitting at their table, you know, with GBO merchandise. And, you know, that's it. That's the, about right. the only involvement they have unless they're awarding a pro card. So, um, there is something that uh, I do want to cover really quickly because I know that the question it's, I don't, I think it's public at this point, but some of you may or may not heard. Um, we made the decision, Bob, Bob decided to make the decision to make every show this year. Uh, and this is the last year we're going to do this, a pro qualifier, a local pro qualifier. And I think that really opens the doors up to a lot of people who really want to go after their dream. And as of 2021, uh, which, you know, ties into Las Vegas, um, as of 2021, you're going to need to qualify locally at a show to be able to go to Las Vegas to work for and earn your pro card on the big stage. And it's the same thing with the Atlas as well. But, um, you know, one of the things that we uh, realized really quickly was we are growing at such a, 
uh, an incredible rate that we needed more of a local, it, we call it a global qualifier, uh, which means Chris's show in Louisiana or the Porter Classic that he also runs or the Storm Classic, those will be global qualifiers. And if you place first or second in your class, Correct. you can then be qualified and invited to go compete in Las Vegas for your pro card if you win there. Okay, and then if you want to get all of the rules and regulations and how that works, that'll be posted on the website as well. Uh, what we're doing is um, I was very honored when uh, when Laura asked me, we were at the, the, the Royal Flush last year and she goes, do you want this show next year? And I said, with all my heart, and <laughs> I know that we can make this show, uh, you know, one of the premier shows. And by the way, it was a huge success our first year. And yeah. um, I, I'm going to tell you that people walked away from that show going, wow, we had people in Las Vegas showing up, which uh, are other organizations. I, we had four or five different organizations represented. They're like, that was that's amazing. We love your organization. We want to get involved. How do we get involved? And so uh, I've been talking to those guys back and forth. As you guys know, Las Vegas is completely shut down right now. Um, we were about to sign the contract for the venue. We're working on that. But that should be finalized, hopefully, by the end of the summer. We are moving the date. So um, we're tentatively looking at August 28th of 2021 to be running that show. And as soon as everything, all the ink is dried and we've signed everything and we can officially announce it, uh, we would like to see if we can announce it on this show one of these Fridays so everybody knows and it just makes it much easier to get the information out. So I know a lot of you guys have uh, your friends that you're watching a host party with, totally cool, uh, invite them all. That's all I got to say, because it's a whole lot easier just to get it firsthand knowledge as opposed to get it through the telephone game. And all of a sudden you heard one thing and then five people down. It's a totally different right. thing. So and we want to give you. And, and, then, and then we get a question that we already talked about on here. Yes. <laughs> because yes. it goes full circle. Yes. And so uh, it's, it's funny how some of the questions that we get, we're like, you didn't hear that, did you? <laughs> so yeah. uh, you're exactly right. Um, Chris, do you want to, uh, and I know we won't get into too much detail because a lot of these events, it's kind of like you had to be there and not everybody was invited to the pro symposium, only the pros, directors, and certain staff were. Uh, we did give awards and uh, Chris, um, give us some, uh, some highlights that you really liked about it. Well, first of all, man, the pro symposium part where it was only GBO pros invited, um, there were guest speakers there talking about uh, you know, finances, talking about how to grow and use your social media. Um, uh, there was health stuff. You know, we had Dr. Gabor talking about uh, the the uh, chiropractic side. And, and uh, I mean, there's just so many speakers. And it was so, I, first of all, I was very happy with how many pros showed up to that. Um, I would like to see more, but there was still, I, I don't know the total number, but I'd have to guess 30 or 40 of them at least. And um, so that was great. And looking at the crowd every single person was engaged with each speaker and they were learning um and so i mean i i i, I if as a pro i highly suggest taking advantage of that because there's some very great information um you know not i don't know of any other bodybuilding organizations that do that the only thing i could compare it to is the nfl when they have rookies come in and all that they they sit them down with these speakers and they they basically teach them what they can be doing, what they can be doing, how to how to set up their careers, you know, for after football. And pretty much the same thing with with the, the pro symposium we had, man. There was so much to take away from it for their careers now and then maybe even, you know, after their careers, what they can be doing. So 
that, that, that part was great, man. And then, uh, of course, we had the, the, the gala after. And uh, I think Bob said it was close to 100 people there, maybe over 100 people. I think there were about um, 125, yes. It was it was an amazing turnout, man. And um, to, to see everybody and their, and their families, we're not in, in a staged environment. Um, you know, it, everybody everybody had a great time. It, I was really happy with the turnout. And uh, you could definitely tell everybody had a great time. We, Me and my wife, uh, you know, Tiffany and my wife, we were there. And, uh, man, it, it was awesome. It was great. So I, I highly suggest uh, people come to that. <laughs> you know, uh, you mentioned a couple of great things. And all the feedback I got from everybody who went, they're like, man, I cannot wait until next year. And, you know, for the ones that yeah. weren't able to make it, they're like, dude, I am, I am bummed that I missed it because it looked fun. Yeah. And uh, if I can, I know Chris Proctor, who's our senior director in Europe, I know he'll probably hop on here as well. Uh, but, you know, mm -hmm. one of the things that I think was the most impressive moments, uh, at least for me, is when he talked about mental health. You know, a lot of yes. times as athletes, you know, we, we tend to overlook certain things because what we have is we have a very subjective sport, which is based on physical appearance. You know, but a lot of the offseason, I, I think, you know, at every level, you know, even the NFL and the NBA right now, there are some mental health issues that they're struggling with because they are so used to and being programmed and trained to perform at such a high level. Right. You right. take that purpose away from them. They have to look for another purpose somewhere else. Yeah. And, Cause you know, right, right now they're not used to sitting at home. <laughs> exactly. They're, you know, even in their off season, I mean, those, those guys are in specialized gyms for them and they're, they're doing their thing right now. I've heard a bunch of them talking, you know, we try to get out on the street and run and yep. <laughs> that's about all they can do. You know, they're so, trying yeah. to do everything they can. And, you know, when Chris Proctor talked about that, that was one of the things that, you know, a lot of the pros uh, got to bring up. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we had about four hours of workshops uh, and then we had a red carpet event, which I thought was, I mean, <laughs> Bob, Laura, Todd, Chris, you guys did amazing. And really, truly, you felt like a million bucks because it was a black tie yeah. occasion. We were in tuxes. Uh, you know, in full formal, my wife was in a full formal gown and, yeah. you know, the word I'm going to throw around here, I think is kind of dangerous, but yet it's 100% accurate, true in its family. You know, yeah. when we talk uh, about our GBO family, we truly mean that. And my wife looks at me while we're taking pictures. She goes, so this is your other family. And I go, yeah, <laughs> we look out for each other. You know, we, yeah. we go out to eat on Friday nights. You know, we hang out. We, we like the people that we're involved with. Yeah. And that's really hard to find, especially, you know, let alone, I think we probably figured out that our families, we can bring out the best or worst in us, but really, <laughs> truly GBO does bring out the best of us. Even if we have differences of opinion, you know, we right. will go to bat for anybody. And right. uh, that's one of the things that I noticed when, uh, you know, after the symposium, people are like, okay, I'm hungry for the next one. When can I sign up? Where is it? And when is it? So um, yeah. you bring up great points in that too. So, yeah, yeah, it was, uh, I ain't gonna lie. It was nice to sit there and see, um, and that's all I was talking about the numbers, you know, the, the amount of people that showed up. It was, it was, it was very awesome to just sit back and see the amount of growth we've had in five years. I mean, to have that many people in, <laughs> dedicate to go to Austin, to dedicate the whole weekend and all that. And, and the amount of people that did that, man, it was, it was awesome. It was great. It was. Um, you know, moving on, we'll go chronologically. Tell me about, uh, tell me about what you really enjoyed really about the Royal Flush? Uh, first of all, uh, very impressed with, you know, first of all, that that is a our, one, our first show in Vegas. Like, we don't have anything else in Vegas except for that one show. 
So going out there and seeing the amount of response and the amount of competitors that showed up to the show um, was was great, man. It, it was, I mean, for a first show and a territory we didn't have any other shows in, it was great. It really was. So um, I, I, I thought I thought the casino was great. It was not on the strip, but for me personally, I, I kind of like that. You know, um, it, it was it was not so much hustle and bustle. Everything was right there in the hotel. It was great. Um, and, and then it was also my first time to ever be in Vegas completely. Um, and we brought, you know, my wife and I brought our five-year-old daughter. Um, so we did the whole show thing Saturday and all that. And, and Sunday, we had the whole day Sunday to get out and kind of enjoy Vegas, walk around, you know, take in a show or two. And, and, and I gotta tell you, as a parent, that kind of, that kind of, I was a little worried about that, you know, but, but I gotta tell you, you know, we had a great family day. Just going from hotel to hotel and, and of course, you know, um, being at the show because, like you said, family, man, I, we let Ainsley run around the show like it's nothing. You know, yeah. everybody knows who she is and and it, it, we kind of expect that out of everybody there at the show that they're going to watch it. We, you know, I mean, not saying, not trying to say we're bad parents, but we know that there's family all around us, you know, and, and Ainsley's kind of, she even kind of fired Bob at the show. I don't know if you knew about that she pulled him in her office and fired bob <laughs> so um eventually he got eventually he got his job back so we're all good um but uh but yeah no i got you know if you're if you're worried at all about the whole family thing being in vegas man it, it, we had a blast man we really did so it was it was one of my favorite parts that i've had with gbo so so far and i've had a lot of great great moments so it, it was awesome I think there were 21 uh, pro cards awarded. It was either 21 or 24 uh, new pros earned their pro status. And uh, it was really fun to see the quality that came out. I yes. was super impressed with the quality. And, you know, we had guys, uh, from what I understand, all the way from Washington, Louisiana, Florida. It was mm -hmm. um, really a, a truly a national uh, type gathering. And, you know, really they did bring their best, especially when yeah. all this was really starting to break. Um, you know, right. they were full steam ahead. And uh, mm -hmm. this year, I, I think is going to see an, a, a large springboard and a jump. So um, oh, yeah. I do want to uh, I do want to address Charles's question because Charles Mann is a, a pro out in Arizona. And uh, yes, in answer to your question, we do have the venue for the pro symposium next year. As far as the date, we're going to be announcing the date when it does get a little bit closer. And uh, yes, Chris, you do have your fans on here because uh, Mrs. Two-time Atlas Elsa Porta uh mini coach that is uh, ainsley so your daughter has <laughs> yeah, officially made status so uh totally yeah. cool and oh by the way for the heroes of fitness uh that will be uh pushed back as well that is not a canceled show that'll just be pushed back at a later date and they're looking at the dates to when they can get the venue as soon as they get that they're going to be uh, announcing that so we will uh we will keep you posted as that comes out as well so what, uh, what was the original date on that one on which one the heroes of fitness the Heroes was of Fitness, July? I think, was either June or July. Um, and so it's not on the website right now because they're working on uh, right, a right. Okay. Uh, announcement on that. So good question. I don't have that written down yet, but I know Ken Capital, who is the uh, the promoter out in Oklahoma, they'll be right. uh, they'll be announcing that. So um, as far as the Diva, if, if I could recap the Diva, uh, man, this was a first uh, a first year ever experiment, right? So uh, if you guys don't know about the Diva, no big deal. If you do and you were there, you do understand that it was a standing room only sold out event. 
And one of the best things about the Diva, uh, the co-promoters were Ramont Mitchell and Todd Rogers. And uh, Sonny Ewing was a big help in that. You know, one of the things I think that inspired this show, uh, Sonny Ewing runs a, a show called Sonny Fit 360 um, on Vinyl Drought. And so every Wednesday she's on the air and that's a podcast that, uh, you know, a lot of the GBO athletes, promoters, and directors are, have also been on. And this, you know, was completely Chris's idea. And he said, Hey, why don't we do kind of like a talk show, uh, you know, give necessary and pertinent information. So really, you know, hats off to Chris Cruz with this, but um, you know, the diva is something that set a brand new standard for women in general. And so I remember we were in San Antonio doing a posing clinic. And uh, Chris, I think you can remember this. When Todd first announced it, we were doing a posing clinic. We had about 65 people in, uh, in, a, in a very, very tightly packed space in San Antonio. And so when he first announced this show, everybody was like, oh, this is going to be good. This is going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. And um, none of us knew how it was going to turn out. And they hit everything right on the head. So if I could recap, number one, it was a women's only show. So what we had was we had shape, which is um, basically more of the South American type look and, you know, a little bit bigger in the lower uh, half uh, quad hamstrings, glutes, uh, and more of like a beach body type top. So not nearly as much muscle up top as like a figure girl would be. So uh, beach body and in, in, in between, in between beach body and figure. Thank you. I, I, I can't explain that to save my life. And I know I'm a judge. Too, <laughs> I, should, I should probably be able to explain that to somebody, but right. I just know how to judge it instead of talk about it. So uh, yes, it was, uh, it was really cool because the athletes that were there were treated like royalty and uh, you know, the winners won tiaras and it was a pro qualifier. Um, I got to tell you the level of athletes that came out for that, you know, when very easily they could have pulled back on that. We had that March 14th. And um, in the venue, I looked at it and I'm like, man, this is a cool venue. And then I realized as the tickets were selling, um, <laughs> even Bob comes in and goes, man, I was nervous, man. I didn't know if anyone was going to be, be there. So he goes out of the venue and he sees there was a line and it kept going. <laughs> and I, I actually think there were some people who might not have been able to get in the show because that thing was so packed. You could barely move yeah. in there. And it was really electric. I mean, the energy, uh, Ramat can tell you, Todd can tell you, anybody can be there. And uh, we had two of our pros expediting that show, uh, which was Carolina Cortez, and she was the head expediter, uh, and, uh, and Melody Farkas, who did amazing. Uh, it was her first time doing it. And Alethea, oh man, if you could create an <laughs> atmosphere, which by the way, we're gonna have Alethea on this show. She awesome. was just incredible. The entire crowd was going nuts. For the night show and we have only an mc for the night show at these shows pre-judging we have the head judge take over but um we had an all women's judging panel which was super cool yeah. uh angela chrisman knocked that thing out of the park uh, again yeah. um and you know as as far as i was just kind of taking it in and watching and i think you guys would agree that you know it was just a magical moment and one of those shows that you could never duplicate or recreate and i i, I don't want to oversell it but i'm going to tell you that show uh, is going to be huge next year right. and they're right. going to need a bigger venue no doubt about that because they're mm -hmm. going to outgrow it and they just hit a grand slam on that so um, you know as far as those first three events that we had this year uh, you know I do like the fact that we were able to hit the pause button a little bit and here's why before we get into the interview this allows us all to hone in and sharpen our skills in whatever the staff's role is right now 
And, you know, one of the things that I noticed that, you know, the longer you're away from something, the more you miss it hmm. and the more you take it for granted, you know? Uh, right. And what I've noticed is we had gym access every day and we could go to the gym and that was it. And now that we can't, we want it even more. And, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of our staff members, you know, and just talking to everybody, I'm noticing that they're sharpening their, their acts a little bit, which means the judges are like, I need to brush up a little bit. I, I'm going to get <clears> some <throat> extra, you know, I'm going to get some extra help and I want to bounce some ideas, you know, just to make sure I have the criteria, the pros. The pros are, you know, I mean, they're all talking like, hey, I really need to plan out this year. I needed this so I could make sure that I am moving in 2020 to 2021 to make improvements. It's designed yeah. to let us heal a little bit, but more importantly, to move forward. And yeah. I think that this was probably one of those things that even though, um, you know, some people see it as a roadblock or a challenge, it's really kind of a blessing. And it allows us to kind of clear our heads, uh, you know, for coaches, you know, they're able to see who's really what their what 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 their clients and what their athletes are made of, and so uh, you know this kind of leads in. Some of you actually, all, pretty much all of you know who Chris Cruz is at this point. Um, an intro can't really do justice to the uh, he's been here since day one. Can't do justice to the amount of time, the amount of energy, the amount of work, the amount of finances that he's put in, not only to this sport but this organization. And you know he has a very well deserved director's role. And one of the things that he's doing right now, and he's developing Louisiana, a state that's really not known, except for maybe one organization, and really starting to, uh, to make his, his, his mark. And, you know, that is definitely showing in the pros that he works with, and more importantly, the shows that he is growing, because he has his show, but now he has promoters in Louisiana who are growing right. their own shows and their own brand. And, uh, you know, that's very commendable knowing that, you know, um, I'll probably let the cat out of the bag with this. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know Chris, his wife's going to be having twins. When is this? <laughs> uh, probably probably within a week. So, yeah. And he has made, like, literally, it's like he has doctor's appointments. He has, you know, he's serving his family. He's serving his existing clients. He has new clients coming to him. And he runs a gym, which, you know, he just can't wait to reopen. And right, you know, right. those are, he's got, and plus he's managing, you know, a state, and he is doing a 501c3. He's doing basically a, a show where he's not in it for the money. He's doing it to honor our senior director and, uh, you know, of the United States. And that's just, it, it's, there, it's a family, you know, you just find a way to fit it all in. And there are only 168 hours in a week. I think he actually works 170 of them. I don't know where he gets the two <laughs> hours. I'm going to find out though. And if you have that secret, just message me. But, um, you know, without further ado, I've got to, just a couple of questions. And, you know, really, I think there are some nuggets in here and some tips is, is I've gotten to know Chris over the last few years. He is definitely someone that I look up to and respect when it comes to not only the knowledge of what he knows professionally, there's a difference between knowing it and being able to transfer it into getting results with other people that you have no control over. And that's the biggest challenge of a coach as far as from what I hear, because, you know, when I was a posing coach, you could tell them all day how to do something. doesn't mean they're going to do it. It just means they're going to try. You have to break it down for ABC. And one of the things that I heard on my training calls last week was we all really want to be um, talking in a fifth grade language because that's how we can easily understand, <laughs> absorb, apply, and implement so, um, you know, the first question to you, Chris, is, um, you know, what are some of the things that your athletes or your clients 
that are doing right now amid, you know, really not having the total resources that they have access to normally? So right now, uh, the big name of the game is to maintain, you know, we, we don't want to just stop. We just don't want to not do anything to where we're completely backtracking. Um, but we, so we want to be doing something to where we're maintaining, you know, and, and uh, the biggest goal of that is staying active, stimulating muscle, still eating, um, you know, so it, it's, it's, you know, we don't want to go back to square one. We might lose a few squares, but we're not going to go back to the first one. So, and, and that's, that's my biggest overall message to them, to all of them really, um, is this, let's, let's make sure we're doing, let's find a way that we're doing something. Got it. Um, what would you say, and you know, this might be a little bit more uh, bro knowledge that uh, I don't have mm. access to. Uh, when I was competing, um, my coach was uh, letting me know, you know, hey, if you have a setback, you know, we went through Hurricane Harvey. And uh, Hurricane Harvey was very similar to this situation. So what ended up happening was, you know, we didn't have access to the store and I was buying food every morning fresh. So literally right. when the National Guard came in and shut down the grocery stores and would not let us in, and some people had to actually boat to the grocery store to realize it was closed. Um, you know, my coach said, Hey, just take it in and figure it out and do the best right. that you can with it. He said, the max you're going to lose is a half a pound to a pound of muscle a week. If you did nothing and ate like crud. So right. it's okay. If you're a little off track, just try and stay on as best you can. Uh, any, any hacks about that, you know, nutritionally, what do you recommend as far as protein, um, you know, car, and I'm not going to get into diets, but are you right, saying right. kind of maintain what you normally maintain? Yeah, so that's so nutrition wise, you know, man, at first, you know, the, the, the big scare, uh, you, not only toilet paper was flying off the shelves, meat was flying off the shelves, you know, so, um, so most people are programmed, especially these days to go straight to the to, to the meat department. Well, you know, it, around here, I can honestly say that wasn't that big of a deal. Me and my wife were just talking, I think only one time I went to the store and the meat shelves were just completely wiped out. So in the course, uh, what I'm going to preach is that the protein is our first and foremost priority always. Um, so, you know, what I was telling clients was, Hey, check the frozen section, look for frozen chicken. Even if it's frozen thighs, it's protein, you know? So, uh, so check those frozen sections. Um, and uh, I don't know how it was everywhere else, but I, I did have a lot of clients say that fish was still pretty available. So, um, so as a bodybuilder, I was like, well, if I have to, I can just live on fish every day. I mean, that's perfect, you know. So, um, and then the other thing, you know, if we got to uh, the tuna packets, you know, um, canders canned chicken, it's not the greatest smelling thing in the world at first, but once you warm it up and you know, put your rice in a little season, it, it, it's, it's chicken, you know. So, um, so those, those were a few of the things uh, that I was telling them, and also, you know, kind of think outside the box. Um, me and my wife are fortunate. Uh, her uncle owns a meat market here, uh, a pretty prominent meat market. Uh, so, you know, find your local meat market, man, because th those guys got ways of, uh, you know, getting uh, product to them usually faster because they usually have a better uh, uh, relationship with their distributor and all that. So, because uh, they're usually more private. So, so definitely always, you know, check with the, the local meat market guy. Um, that, that, that was another uh, great thing to do kind of think outside the box so as far as uh, as far as the nutrition goes so, so just um, also yeah. um, so um i'm not a huge macros guy um but this was this situation uh, it's definitely okay to 
make sure your macros are in check, you know? So as long as we're getting that, that amount of protein in, um, that's that, that, that I, you know, have my clients, I you know, want them to have, let's, let's switch to macros right now. You know, it's okay. As long as we're still getting those, those, uh, those different set of macros in that, that I want them to get that, that that's, that's the most important part, especially for, uh, maintaining. And then, you know, the other big thing was a lot of questions were, well, if I'm not so active now in the gym, should I just cut, cut my calories, cut my calories? No, <laughs> no, don't. Cause, uh, we, we still want that surplus, um, because we, we want to do everything we can to maintain muscle. Yeah, we're probably going to gain a little bit of fat, but let's make sure we maintain that muscle because it's a lot easier to lose fat than it is to gain muscle. Yes. So so how would you say that water plays into that right now, hydration-wise? Uh, I, I, I always believe you should always be getting a gallon of water in. Um, there, there was a, a shortage of water a little bit, uh, I noticed the local HEBs here, um, they stayed, they kept in pretty good supply. But um, if, if you're having a ration, then that's fine too. Um, but definitely make sure, you know, just like you're doing right now, you know, at least just sipping on a bottle throughout the day. You, you may not, if, if, you're, if you're in an area where they didn't have water, yeah, you may want to ration it more, but we still need to be getting that water in, uh, you know, just for kidney function and processes of the food and all that. So. Water, just like protein, man, is is the, the front of the battle lines always. So yeah. you, you just want to make sure you're at least getting, yeah, you might not, you may be, you know, rationing out, but uh, and not getting that gallon of water a day, but still make sure we're drinking that water you know, as much as we can. You know, one of the things that I think uh, we, we're tending to forget, and that's a great point, we can still get the gallon of water because most of us have right. a, a water filter on a refrigerator if we have that. And tap water is not contaminated. So is it better to just use tap water to get the gallon in or ration a half a gallon? Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know here locally in Beaumont, um, our water is very, very, very safe to drink. So um, I, I, you know, I, I do know some areas it's not as great, uh, but if you got those filters, that, that obviously makes it good. But um, if you have and you know you have drinkable water, then you know, just like we drink out of the faucets on the side of the house, you know, when we were kids, it's the same thing, you know, we're immune, we're immune to the yeah, crime. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, you know, that's, you know, if, if you got to use, use the faucet water, I mean, that bottle of water you're drinking is probably faucet water anyway. <laughs> true, so, true. Yeah. Um, you know, for somebody who doesn't have access to, let's say a home gym, they didn't, uh, they didn't get on the bandwagon and, you know, get a squat right. rack when they were available and now they're gouging and charging like crazy. Right, what are some right. of the compound exercises that people can do, um, you know, that you're finding that some of your clients or you've seen, you know, that people are being creative with right now? Uh, so again, the goal is to stimulate the muscle. All right. And then, like I said, we're not going to, um, we may make some gains in muscle, but it's not going to be like we were in a gym. So, so our main goal is to focus on at least maintaining that muscle. So by doing that, what we have to do, and of course we may not have the dumbbells, like you said, we may just have the bands or whatnot. So the, the best thing that we can resort to is just making sure that we're activating the muscle, stimulating the muscle, um, getting a pump going, you know, just get blood flow to the area and all that. Um, you know, we may not be breaking down the, the amount of muscle fibers that we're used to, but we're still stimulating and, and activating the muscle. And that is the key to maintaining that muscle mass. And then, of course, you got to have the protein. It goes back to the protein. Make sure you're still that because if you're not eating that protein, you're not going to be building muscle or maintaining the muscle anyway. So 
So just stimulate the muscle. You know, that's, that's the biggest thing. And then that goes, you know, and yeah, we're not using heavier weights. So we're going to, um, we got lighter weights. You know, some of my clients have dumbbells, some don't, some just have the bands. Um, so, you know, the biggest thing there is, is volume, you know, uh, switch to a higher volume. I've, I've I, I can honestly say I, I've never wrote plans with so much volume on them before in my life. Um, but I mean, I was literally, uh, almost every exercise had five to six sets of 20, 25, 30 reps on them, you know, if not more, uh, just, just, just to make sure, um, just to make sure they're getting that, that stimulation. I, I can honestly say I, I've never wrote plans with so much. Yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. I don't know. Were you okay. yourself? Yeah, it was, it was kind of weird for a second there. Yeah, go ahead. It's, it's happened before, so it's okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, then the other thing is, is 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 getting creative with your with your exercises. You know, first of all, make sure you're stimulating the muscle. Um, make sure we're we're going to have to increase the volume because not everybody's got 50 pound, 100 pound dumbbells laying around the house. Um, so you know, the next thing is is think of muscle function. Think of think of your chest. Our chest is meant to push. So obviously we think of push-ups, you know, um, so and, and if you, all you have is the bands, then just, just think, I got to add resistance to this movement. So wrap the band around you, grab both ends of that band and push, you know, the same thing with the back, the back we pull. So I, I had clients, uh, you know, if you got the, the metal frame for your garage door, um, throw, throw the rope or bands or whatever. And, and, and pull down just like you would a lat pull down. So, um, so you know, most people should understand the basics of muscle function. And and just like you're in a gym, you're doing the same exact motion. You just got to find a way to add resistance to that. So, and, and if it's a band, it's a band. If it's a dumbbell, it's a dumbbell. We got you know use what we can right now. You know, one of the things that I was waiting on was my weights to come in, and they said it would be four one <laughs> days. And, yeah. uh, you know, if you have kids, that is resistance, especially if yeah, you're 30, yeah. a 40 and a 50 pound kid, which I tend yeah. to have. So I mean, right. you, you mentioned push-ups. If you don't have bands, throw a kid on the back. And if you yeah, need yeah, weight, yeah. throw somebody else on the back. So, yeah, you know. I, I've, I've seen some, some ingenuity. I, uh, you know, my client, John Croson, you know, he was out on his front porch with a stick and two cinder blocks doing dumbbell curls. So, uh, <laughs> cinder block curls. So, yeah. So, hey, you know. He, he was calling he was calling it redneck fitness but you know you gotta go john <laughs> well you know what's no. funny is we have so much weight sitting around the house and we never want to move anything or organize anything yet that's actually <laughs> get, uh, getting through this sometimes. yeah yeah I've, I've seen people like pressing the couch <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so uh i have to give a shout out to michael gayton because what you talked about with the couch you know it, he have you seen his stuff he's actually pulling and pushing his car now, I don't recommend it unless you have a driver in the driver's seat. You put it in neutral and you push it up, and you know, make sure and, that somebody's there. For and you. he's in he's in Austin, right? So yeah. I mean, there's there's some there's some hills over there. Yeah. But so that, yeah, kudos kudos to Mike. It's that it's that attitude and that yeah. focus of saying I'm going to find right. a creative way to get resistance training in instead right. of Absolutely. on the couch. So yeah, <laughs> what do you recommend yeah, a creative cardio wise? Uh, so the first obvious thing, cardio, you know, a lot of people, and, and this was kind of funny, but a lot of people have, do have the basic treadmills, you know, or, or the bike or whatever they got from Academy, uh, that's just, you know, collecting clothes, uh, which, which I found was kind of funny because, um, 
people were online just begging for any type of equipment. And then I never saw all these treadmills that were once all over Facebook marketplace. I, I, I never saw them once. So now they were hoarding the treadmills and using, them. I guess everybody went to the fitness all of a sudden. Uh, cause, cause all the ones that were on sale before, like they weren't for sale when all this hit. So it's kind of crazy to me, but anyway, um, yeah, if you don't, obviously if you don't have the basic treadmill or, or, or bike or, and of course a lot of people are getting a Peloton now, um, go out for a walk, you know, uh, walk, walk down the street, whatever. And, and, I think that's kind of cool because you can really bring the family into play in this, you know, get out walking, nice brisk walk. It's been beautiful weather, um, you know, and for a while there we had parks, you know, you can go to the park, uh, walk around there. Um, you know, if you got bikes, uh, you know, family, family bike rides, um, it's a great way to get out and just, just do some cardio. Um, one of the other things is a lot of people, um, you know, especially here in Texas and I'm sure like we, course have high school football fields everywhere that have track and uh, bleachers so you know one thing you can get on a track you know walk it run it uh sprint the straights walk the curves um bleachers up and down bleachers you know um so that that was that's you know if you got a local high school near you then i'm sure they were open and, and, and letting people in and do that thing so um uh i think the other thing uh, probably hit uh, high intensity uh workouts uh or and or tabata workouts you know just interval stuff to where um just like body weight ex exercises like burpees jumping jacks um mountain climbers there, there's a hundred of them uh that you know you could do it as long as you're getting your heart rate up um for a set amount of time then that can be considered cardio also you know and, and tabata i know on um you know on your phone on on your apps there's there's hundreds of Tabata apps that that will set the timer and everything from you. And if you don't know what a Tabata is, Tabata is basically um, it's like hit four different exercises depending. Um, but you you do one for like thirty seconds. Uh, how many you can do in thirty seconds, and then you might rest thirty seconds, and then do another exercise for thirty seconds, and so on and so forth. A cycle, and then you take like maybe a minute rest and do it again. So um, so these these are all things that you know as long as they're getting your heart rate up they're considered cardio good um you did recommend something about macros if you do have to switch to macros what about micros um do you recommend any extra supplements right now that you know especially you're sitting around the house and what do you have there yeah uh so supplement wise first of all and one of the most important things right now i believe is making sure your vitamin c is up so um you know and if you're not able to get to a supplement store you know uh Berries, especially blackberries, oranges, stuff like that are great for all natural vitamin C. Uh, but if you can get to a supplement store, um, get your vitamin C in, man. And especially right now, you probably need to be about three or 4,000 uh, milligrams a day, uh, you know, two in the morning, two in the evening uh, is, is what I've been uh, kind of telling my clients to make sure we get that vitamin C in first, uh, just to help with our immunity. Um, second of all, um, if you have a fat burner, I'm not huge on stimulant thermogenic fat burners, but uh, if you have them, now's probably a good time to be taking them. Because um, um, I'll use uh, uh, John Croson again for, for an example. You know, he works in a refinery, and when they're typically, typically at work, he's climbing up and down towers every day. Well, he's not doing that right now. So he's getting a workout in, but he's not, he's not, getting, he's not burning those calories that he typically burns. So I'm not going to tell you that the fat burners are going to burn those same amount of calories, 
but they're going to aid a little bit in that. So they're, they're going to give you a little bit of an edge, um, you know, especially if you're not doing the same exact activities you were doing before. Um, <laughs> another thing is the uh, non-stimulant uh, fat burners, what I like to call them. I'm really big on non-stimulant fat burners. Um, uh, stuff like L-carnitine and CLA are great to have in your diet right now um, so that it, it you know, they, those help our body uh, during the fat burning process. So those, those are uh, some other good ones that, that I highly recommend. Um, also, um, and then again, some of y'all may not have access to a supplement store right now, but, but uh, whey protein, you know, whey, whey protein's a, a good meal replacement, obviously. Uh, then again, there again goes back to get your protein in, you know, so um, uh, bars, I'm not big on, on bars, most of them. Um, in my opinion, most of them are garbage, <laughs> but, um, but right now, hey, they got protein in them. Convenience stores have them, um, you know, but if you can find good, higher quality ones, um, then that's, that's something that you can be snacking on right now instead of Kit Kats or Reese's Cups, yeah. you know, so, um, uh, so that's, that's, that's the, you know, kind of a no excuse thing. If you, if you got those around, you got access to them, um, no excuse why you can't be getting your, uh, your nutrition and your, your protein and, uh, in form of whey or bars, so. Well, I think the uh, the scare's over too because you know my coach always said you need to shop the horseshoe, and you know I know different grocery stores, yeah, different places. So shop for, the walls. Uh, yeah, HEB in Texas. Yeah. So if it's perishable, it's probably going to break down and perish, or at least digest in your body a little bit easier. So right. to go out, you know, one of the things that uh, you know you said vitamin C. I think vitamin D, calcium, magnesium. Those are the yeah. four things that are a staple yeah. in my daily intake to make sure that, you know, everything's functioning and you're it, like you said, CLA, you hit it right on the head, you know? Yeah. So that's uh that's something that's really cool. Uh, and, you know, obviously with the consistency, what you do over the next 21 days is going to turn into a habit. Um, Absolutely. Mental focus. Do you have any uh, tips for just mental focus, especially when, you know, you feel busy, but not productive. Right. Yeah. So um, first of all, mental focus, go back to what you said a while ago. Uh, some athletes may have needed this break. You know, so um, because a lot of them and I'm going to pick on female clients because they're the worst um, <laughs> as far as stressing so much, um, stressing over, you know, the show, the, the show a year from now, you know, just just everything. So so when you have, um, you know, and I, I'm going to use Dana Carver as an example, we pretty much she's done probably, I think, four shows within the last year and a half or something like that. So. So that puts her almost on prep that whole time. So, um, I mean, yeah, we had a little off-season breakup before the Atlas. Uh, we all saw how that turned out. But um, but for her, I, I think uh, a good long break is good for her body because you can um, get to where you're, you're going and going and going and going. And before we know it, it's two years in um, and, and a break from all of it um, can – can help your body physically and mentally. So uh, I just want to throw that out there. And that, that, that's not an excuse to go and get sloppy and all that. But um, but for some, it, it can be a good break, man. If, if you've been stressing over everything, then it, it's take this time to breathe. Um, but still, you know, still still be a fitness. Still still act like a pro. <laughs> you, know, you know, just 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 don't go crazy. If I can bring up a point on that, you make a, such a critical point that I think a lot of people would miss unless they really understood it. And so, you know, being on prep, if you're, because I've been on prep for a year and a half, and I understand that because you feel right. like you can get better and better every show, but in, in a sense, you're actually working against yourself 
and being right. counterproductive because you're like, if I can come in a little bit bigger or a little bit leaner right, right. and it's that much harder because your body goes into survival mode and you really just, you can only get so lean or you can only right. pack on so much muscle in a compacted amount of time. So right. when you mentioned this break, like you said, it's not an excuse to go crazy, but mm. also taking the good to say, hey, maybe my body needed a reset and let's right. pick this thing back up and let's not wait until tomorrow because I Absolutely. think we're all pretty much reset and healed at this point. Now right. it's time to pick up the ball again and then uh, then run with right. it. So that yeah, is a good I, focus. On, on kind of the micro of that, I have a client sometime during prep to take a break. <laughs> so, and then they, they kind of trip out, but I've had them two, four weeks out. Uh, actually, Sarah, that just did the, the Divas uh, about four weeks out from the show. I told her, okay, you know, no cardio this weekend, about half the cardio this week. And, and she tripped out, but she lost two or three pounds, <laughs> you know? So, um, so yeah, so, so breaks, breaks, but you got to know when to have them and, you know, know when to not take them. So, uh, so yeah, good, I, good. That's good for mental. I have to speak to that for a second too, because um, you just mentioned something that most people would freak out at if their coach said, take a break. And I'm willing to bet that 90% of athletes who hired a coach who said, take a break are not taking a break because they don't listen to their no. coach. And therefore it comes back to bite them. Um, yeah. The one thing I can tell you, cause I saw Sarah at the, uh, at the diva, she looked incredible. And I know that she yes. has a great story because I know that she's more of a transformation and she, mm -hmm. you know, she dropped a ton of weight uh, and really, you know, wanted to make that decision to get on stage, do that. Uh, and, it looks like she listened to you. And, you know, yes. I would just say to all coaches who are watching right now, um, yes, there are going to be clients who listen. Uh, thank them because, you know what, I know what you guys go through. And, um, you know, mm -hmm. it, it would be interesting to see if everybody listened to their coach, how great people could actually be. Right, so, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to get too much in, into that individually. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I mean, I tell everybody, if you do the plan, you're going to be where you need to be. Yes. And, and some, sometimes the plan, yeah, means says to take a break, you know, have a cheat meal sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes. And um, so, and, and then there's, there's the ones that um, <laughs> I call them heroes that, you know, if I tell them 30 minutes of cardio, they go out and do 60. That's <laughs> not what the plan says. So, <laughs> so like I said, I don't want to jump in off on that soapbox, but don't. So <laughs> let me speak to one thing. I was talking to James Nichols the other day and, you know, I, I said something that, you know, I, I'm not a coach and this is why, because I used to be. And I said, look, coaches, <laughs> they get all the blame, but none of the credit. And you know, <laughs> one of the things that I understand is, you know, coaches are there for the third party and they're more like psychiatrists rather than, you know, right. giving an exact science, which we know works. Uh, it's just right. a question of sticking with it. So um, I have tremendous respect, especially for personal trainers and coaches who know what they're talking about, especially yeah. ones who continually. Um, and, and by the way, they're not magic makers. They don't give you a magic pill. They, <laughs> they give you what yeah. you work with and what you can be at your best. And your right. best is not necessarily a professional status or a first place winner all the time. Get the right. placings out of it. You know, yeah. I've seen people who've lost 50, 100, 150 pounds. And you know what? Their whole win was just to get on stage and look. Yes. So I mean, we, we always are comparing ourselves to someone else. But really, truly, we, we have to, as athletes, be OK with not winning at certain times because you don't know who's going to show up and you're going to be at your best. But just because you're you're at your best doesn't mean you're going to win. 
And right. the ones who are the true winners are the ones who come back for more and become better at the next show. Absolutely. So, uh, like I said, I really don't want to go down this rabbit hole, but yep. I tell people, and I'm going to pick on Sarah again, just because I know she's probably watching and um, <laughs> she'll, she'll yell at me, but I'm used to all that. So uh, we work with, you know, hundreds of females. But anyway, um, most, and it's definitely females, they're watching Instagram. Oh God, this, this girl's doing the show too. This, I was like, look, don't worry about the ones you see. Worry about the ones you don't see. Yes. So those those are the ones that you got to worry about, you know. So, um, so yeah, don't get caught up in that, man, because that 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 mentally defeats you before you even get to the stage, you know. So it, it's happened it's happened to me before, you know. There's uh, uh, the guy came out of nowhere. It, it, every single one of us uh, in that show in that class had uh, won a show previously that year, and then a kid comes out of nowhere, looks like Arnold Schwarzenegger with glutes shredded to his calves. Um, first show ever on stage and blew us all away. So, yeah, don't, 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 don't do that. Don't, don't do that. So, so, so here's one thing that I want to ask, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll shut that rabbit hole down and then just move on because <laughs> we only have two right. more questions left. And, uh, yeah. you know, I know that you, you have trained and, um, you have produced world champions. Uh, you know, Veronica mm -hmm. Gonzalez, two time Mrs. Atlas figure, uh, Elsa Porta or Elsa Porter is a classic female bodybuilding. Atlas and standard bodybuilding. Uh, Dana Carver, uh, Mrs. Atlas, uh, this last year as well. Jeremy Brandon, three-time men's pro beach body. You know, I mean, this guy is running the table and he's probably one of the oldest guys on stage. Yeah. I did not want to get on stage with him because I knew he was always <laughs> going to bring a great package and he was going to yeah. be on point. He knew how to bring himself in. What would right. you say? Because you work with pros and you work with amateurs. So what would you say the biggest difference between a pro athlete mentality and an amateur athlete mentality? Right. Um, well, first of all, you kind of touched on it. You know, um, you're not going to be the best at your first show. Um, you know, you, you may win. You may be dead last. Who knows? But, um, but those, I, I would say probably the pros and especially the Jeremy Brandons and, and Elsa's and Veronica's and all that, um, they – First of all, they had a coach year-round um, to keep them in check. Um, I, now, Elsa and Jeremy, I don't really work with them year-round, but I see them. They come by the gym, um, blah, blah, blah. Elsa's a freak. Uh, you know, Jeremy's a freak, too. Jer Jeremy's idea of off-season fluff is like 4% body fat. So, you know, his, his wife, Belinda, will be calling me. Jeremy's getting on his diet. Jeremy's got like, no, nah, Belinda. Eight, 10 weeks out from Atlas, he's going to be okay. And, and sure enough, so, I, I, you know, and I, I kind of said it this year to a couple of clients um, that turned pro. It's um, you're a pro, act like a pro, you know. So, and, and be honest with you, um, I think whether amateur or pro, you kind of find out where that person wants to take their career, bodybuilding career, um, by what they do immediately after the show. The, there, there are some that I never hear from again. There are ones that are coming off the stage and want to know when the next show is. Um, those are the ones that I know are going to um, have a great career. They may, they may turn pro, they may not, but they're going to be better every show. And, and that's, that's always the biggest, uh, our biggest goal is better your next show all the time. Yeah, so, you know, if, I can, uh, if I can interject, there's one word that you're using right now that I think a lot of people gloss over. Pros, this is their career. 
you know, yes. and not that this necessarily provided an income from their family or themselves, because obviously, you know, as you move up and, you know, you do better, the prize money is growing uh, with GBO, right. which is great. I think we awarded right. $40,000, you know, last year. Mm -hmm. um, they treat it as a career. They don't treat it like a hobby. You know, they, they, they get it down to the exact science. They start to learn their body. And as their body changes, they're able to rechange. And so, especially right. as they age, one show, you're going to come in one way and you could do the exact same prep and come in totally different a year later. Yeah. So they know yeah. and anticipate that. And one of the things that I think that is a very important point that you brought up is your, your clients work with you year round. The, the, the ones that are really at the tip top of their game, they don't just yeah. show up for a 16 week prep, work with you and then disappear Correct. for 32 weeks. Correct. So I think now that's a big point. There, there are some that I feel confident and let them go. Um, yeah. and, and, you know, they're going to come back and, uh, but then there's ones that, that just can't. And, um, those, those type of clients, I, 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 I try to convince them find ways to, to do it because as a coach and, and trying to keep, you know, trying to keep my reputation, I don't want a client to come to the show at the same time, every time. If you, if you do a 16 week prep, you look great at, at the show and all that. It, I don't care who you are. You have to improve for your next show. That I don't care if, if you're a guy Harding, Purvis Green, Phil Heath. I don't care who you are. You have to come in better your next show. Because if you show up and the judge, if, if Todd looks at you and you're the same as you were the last show, Todd probably ain't going to look at you again. You know, unless you're absolutely dominating the field, um, where, where's the improvements we told you, you know, to make? So, I mean, you know, you've, you've got, you have to, if you want to succeed in this, uh, this, 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 this hobby, um, then you have, it's, it's a 24, seven, 365 job. Um, you have to all now make it part of your lifestyle. Don't, you know, don't make it your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still, still have a life. You, you can, you can marry the two. Trust me, you can do it. Uh, take some work. Um, but, but it, it can happen. Um, but yeah, no. If if you want to be um, Miss Mr. Atlas, Miss Atlas, then don't expect to take, you know, um, what I guess like December through September off, <laughs> you know, and then think oh, I'm just doing a 16 week prep and I'll I'll be fine. No, not really, you know. So, um, but I mean, there there are ones that can get away with that. But it, 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 if you want to progress in this, you have to be year round. So, and that doesn't hundred percent mean seeing me all the time. Um, but you know, in some cases it does. So depends on the person, right? Depends on, it the depends answer. on, it depends on the person. Yeah, absolutely. Elsa can go out and, you know, do whatever. And then she can, she can dial herself in cause she's been on this stage for how many years now. So, you know, yeah. she knows yeah. and she needs a third party, but I mean, you know, somebody like an Elliot Robinson coming over from the UK, he, you know, I mean, mm -hmm. he came in second at the Atlas and looked incredible. Yeah. You know, Kyle Green great. Yeah. Uh, took fourth, Ty Roll took third. And, you know, it's, it's yeah. Hugo Remo, fifth place, top five in the Atlas. And to say right, that you right, placed right. in the Atlas is really kind of the benchmark for, yeah. you know, are you getting better? Are you being seen? Are you fitting criteria? And um, right. I do believe that, you know, with every single year that passes and every show that keeps growing, um, I would say that our quality is getting so much better. The game is changing. It's never, yeah. it's never going to be stagnant. And if you stay static, you know, like you're saying, you reinvented Jeremy mm -hmm. three times on stage because right. there were some years to where, you know, he needed to come in a little smaller and he needed to lose weight. And the head judge told him, right. you need to size yeah. down a little bit. You're getting too big for your class. 
Uh, 22 so, pounds. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, 22 pounds. God, I'd love to have 22 pounds, but you know, we'll, we'll, we digress. <laughs> but you know, that's that's one of the best parts about GBO is you know, as we're evolving, the athletes are evolving, and the quality is just. Yes. I mean, it's just getting more and more impressive. Somebody like an Abby Willis who's coming in, and every year she looks incredible. You yes. know, we've got Helen Peebles who took third. Uh, we've got Scarlett O'Connor or Scarlett O'Connor who took Mrs. Atlas this year. So. Right. You know, we're seeing these people coming in and, you know, somebody like AJ Joe, she's been second runner up and runner up and runner up. And finally she comes in and nails it. And uh, phenomenal you know, at the Atlas, Atlas last year. I'm sorry. She was phenomenal at the Atlas this last year. Really, truly. And what's cool about this. I don't know for those of you guys who don't know, I have to brag on Melody Farkas too, because she was an amateur in the morning and turned yeah. pro and won the overall yeah. and took yeah. second in the Atlas and man, I got to tell you, AJ looked phenomenal. All the figure pros looked phenomenal. Victoria yes, Dale, you know, yes. um, golly, I can't even, I can't think of them all. But, you know, when you look <laughs> at these guys and gals, you know, you, you know that they're doing something right. And, right. you know, somebody like now in the shape, shape is kind of, uh, it, it's ever evolved. And Ashley Garcia, she is the prime example of what a Mrs. Yes. should look like in shape. When, so, I have, you know, as as a promoter, I'll have people, you know, asking about shape, and I, I literally just send them a picture. Of Ashley, here, say here, this is shape. Go, 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 do it. <laughs> you know, that's. I mean, she and, and I, I've said from, you know, when she made her debut at your show. Uh, actually, I'll go back and brag a little bit when we did the um, when when we did the thing at Pulse Gym, you and I, um, I pointed her out in the crowd. And we were talking about shape. I just pointed her right at her. Said you're shape. And, and uh and well she's miss atlas now so um but yeah absolutely yeah i, I was very impressed with the, with the shape class and that's that has been a huge uh, uh that class is going to be huge it, it grew so much in just one year um that I, I can't wait for it this coming year so yeah and you know just uh on that note i, I what we're doing right now chris and i are, are doing an agenda and we have the first four weeks mapped out. Um, we are going to map out the entire year with the guests. I know uh, we're going to be reaching out to Guy Harding. Uh, we're going to be reaching out to Purvis Green. They're both Mr. Atlas. Um, Guy Harding, uh, more recently, two-time Mr. Atlas for 2020 and 2019. Uh, Purvis, 2018-2017. So there's a little bit of uh, fun chemistry uh, going on there back and forth, which by the way, it's, it's, it's totally cool. Um, you know, somebody like a Darwin Zambrano who won classic. Uh, I know Thorne Lewis is, you know, coming in strong and, and, and wanting to uh, see if he can, uh, he can top the mountain there. But Darwin, as you know, from Ecuador, um, he's yeah. not from the U.S. And he speaks, I think, enough English to where um, we would like to invite him on. So you're going to be hearing a lot from these pro athletes. Uh, we're going to be bringing on some of the amateurs, uh, directors, promoters. They can talk about their show. Uh, and we're going to bring in coaches. I know Aaron Elliott is uh, slated to come in. Um, let me take a look here. We've got Todd Rogers next week. We've got uh, Bob Johnson. We've got our president. And he's going to give us the state of GBO and what's exciting and what's coming up and what's uh, he's really excited about. Because I think this is going to be a breakout year again. Yeah, Not that we yeah. – I mean, we had a great year last year. This year's already shaping up to be that much better times 20. And um, he's going to be talking a little bit about some of the uh, things that we're implementing and uh, some of the things that we're trying to do to make the organization better. And then we're going to be having Erin Elliott. I know that she works with, um, she, she has a stable of pros and um, she has a bunch of amateurs who are going to be up and coming this year. 
And uh, she also works with professional wrestlers. So not only does she work specifically with bodybuilders in, uh, mm -hmm. you know, pro athletes and amateurs, she's working with professional wrestlers who wrestle all around the world. And um, she also is a certified yoga instructor. So, I mean, you know, we want to try and give you guys the amount of value that you can take one or two things from each of these podcasts and say, you know what, let's, let's apply that. Let's give that a shot. And, uh, you know, that's our goal for you is to serve you guys, to give you information, what you do with it or what you choose to uh, is obviously up to you. Um, yes, you're going to hit some roadblocks. Yes, there's going to be some struggles and setbacks. Uh, one of the things that we find even as coaches and even as fathers and, you know, family members, we fail tremendously every single day. So you are not the only one. And, you know, we're all kind of in it to win it together. And, uh, you know, I guess I really just can't wait, Chris, until we have our next show where we can just finally get together in person. I know these, you know, these, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. but man, I love hanging out, just eating, just talking about life instead of just talking about business. And, uh, right. you know, really our families are, uh, you know, just kind of melding in that way. So um, any last minute thoughts, uh, anything that uh, we failed to mention? Uh. No, man, I, I think we're, we're kind of up to date. Um, I just want to let everybody know that this, this thing we're doing, is going to evolve. Um, it's, you know, it, with information we're giving out, um, you know, interviewing pros and, and, and stuff. And uh, it is, it's going to evolve, but we need to learn from you guys also. So make sure you leave us messages of things you might want to see, hear, um, know, know about, you know, uh, recommendations. Um, you know, give us some ideas. Send questions. Please send questions. I love answering questions. You might not and like to answer. Much, by the way, we just weren't oh, able good. to answer them because I couldn't pull up the Facebook thing because uh, oh, it's okay. Google Echo. That's what did it. Um, I, right. you, you mentioned something and I kept this a secret. I'm shocked I didn't give out the secret. This is the one thing that everybody wanted to wait for. Well, we are going to be doing, and some of you already know this, and for those of you guys who don't, we're going to be doing a virtual posing seminar in the middle of May. And so uh, what we're going to be doing is over Zoom. So a lot of you guys who are kind of um, nervous about going to your first posing clinic and actually, you know, getting in your suit and getting on your heels, ladies, and getting in front of like a bunch of people, we're going to be doing that virtually. And we have something set up to where we're going to, hi, Ainsley, uh, we're going to be doing it to where we can break out each division with your coach and you can go over that so you can learn what the box walk is and you can learn where your best angles are and learn how to get from point A to point B and how to do your comparisons. So that way, by the time right. you hit stage, you are just a pro. And, you know, we have posing coaches who, uh, you know, we know that work with professionals. So we're able to give you that resource. Uh, we're also going to be having workshops. I was speaking with Bob uh, just this week and he goes, we want to do some workshops virtually. We're going to yeah. try and give you all the goods. And you know what? We're not going to charge you a thing. And the reason why is because as we grow and as you grow, we want you to grow with us. But, you know, we also want the right people on this train. And, you know, right. we believe that, uh, you know, a lot of you guys are on the right path. And as we, you know, as you get to know a little bit more, um, one of the reasons why we're providing the value is because um, we're more of a service oriented um, group. So if we live to serve you and we put the athlete first, that's where you win. And in turn, we win. So um, look out for dates on that. I'm going to announce it when uh, when we get the date. I know we have a call on Sunday, which we're going to be talking about uh, dates planned out for the next, uh, I think, two or three months. So uh, as soon as we get that information, we'll release it. And uh, if you want to uh, be a part of that, just shoot me a message. 
Uh, also on Facebook, you can message me too. Uh, Chris Cruz uh, has Messenger. I don't know exactly how often you check it, but usually when mine dings, I check uh -huh. it. So, uh -huh. um, other than that, guys, we appreciate uh, all of the uh, all of the viewership, and um, we look forward to. Uh, and by the way, Chris and I are going to be co-hosting. I didn't mention this too, did I? Uh, Chris and I are going to be co-hosting every interview uh, when we can. There are going to be times where he's not going to be available, like if his wife goes into labor. He's probably <laughs> yeah. not going to be co-hosting from yeah. a hospital room. So yeah, um, our, uh, yeah, our next one may actually be from a hospital. <laughs> so yes. So um, we're going to do our best, uh, you know, obviously to deliver for you guys. But you know, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, we will look forward to our next update, which will be five thirty next Friday. We will have the one and only Todd Rogers. So um, hope to uh, hear from you guys soon. Let us know your feedback. Let us know what you'd like to see, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs> Later. See ya.